Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Believe in USC podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Lago, joined by Lendell White. We are going to be recapping homecoming weekend, all the fun stuff that happened, some of the not-so-fun stuff that happened on field if you're the USC defense, and then we're going to be looking ahead to Colorado. So, Lendell, first of all, I got to ask, how was it? what was it like being back at home, back at the Coliseum? Um, well, it's always different than the last. I mean, I think I get the, the more the older I get, the more I enjoy it, and the more I just sit back and just try to experience everything. Um, I think like when you're in it and you're playing, like you don't really get to see like the stuff that goes on outside, you know. So when I get to walk campus, you know, shake hands and you know, you know, hug the babies and you know, talk to the people <laughs> that you know made us and been just been fans for so long. There's nothing like that feeling. So um, just being back home, I, I call it home, and it'll forever be home. Just it, it's nothing like that feeling. I got to see some of my old teammates, you know, Colin Ashton. Um, I seen Sue Cravens. Um, I mean, there's so many I can name. Like, it's just so crazy. You don't realize how much you miss these guys or how mm-hmm. much you really love them and stuff like that until you like spend time with them again. And then, you know, you have to break up and we go our separate ways. So yes, there's a, a little bit of me wish that homecoming never ends so we can always hang out with each other and just, you know, have that vibe. Um, but it's just always good to see, you know, your fellow Trojans and just get that, that love, man. There's nothing like uh, our Trojans. They, they, they know how to do it. And when they show out, they show out the right way for sure. I do have a couple or at least one more follow-up for you on the homecoming experience and what it was like kind of being out there with the new players as well as I saw you talking to them. But first, I do want to thank, of course, our presenting sponsor, Bet Online. Uh, basketball and football are back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You can find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Plus, as your continued source for all your sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. And you can head to betonline.ag to join. You're going to receive 50% off your welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use that promo code as always, believe B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. So make sure you guys hop on that deal if you haven't already. Yeah, go get you some money. Exactly. That's a phrase I've been hearing a lot this week. My roommate just got back from Vegas. Now we're at a casino, you know, all all the yeah. all the time. Yeah, get all that the money. Positives. Go get that money. Yes, it's gotta get it. It's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. Okay. I want to ask because I saw you out on the field. Of course, you were actually on the field at homecoming. I saw you talking to some of the players. What are kind of those conversations like when you get to go and meet some of the current players that are out there? Um, what's what's funny is that you know, like, again, I'm such a USC guy. I'm a fan of these guys. And I, I want them to know that. Like, so when I get to see them, it's kind of like, you know, a kid in the candy store. Cause I've been watching them for a while. And now I get to, you know, personally get to go up and shake their hands. Um, and you know, one of the guys that really stand out, obviously there's Caleb and all those guys with, mm-hmm. um, Gentry, the yeah. fact that, you know, he came over and I was talking to him and the passion that I heard, you know, the, like what he spoke to me, I'm not going to, you know, I can't tell everything because some of that's just, you know, a brother bond, but 
the fact that, you know, he came over to me and just said that he's hungrier than he's ever been, that stuck with me. Like, it stuck with me. He's so angry that he's not on the field and that he can't compete and he wants to get back out there. And he's like, man, when I get back out there, you know, I'm going to find a way to make these guys rally, you know, and show them what Trojan Ball is all about. And just, just hearing him talk like that and, and the fact that, you know, he kind of grabbed me and talked to me about it. And then we had a conversation after the game. You know, I'm excited about him and his future. Um, there's there's that bond and that there's nothing like that. When you get to yeah. go on the field, like you say, and you get to talk to these guys and they recognize you for being, you know, a guy that, you know, came before them and they honor that. Um, that's why those guys are going to be great because they they understand and they they, they realize tradition. So, um, even Caleb, you know, he came over there. Um, Lincoln, he took a time the time out to say what's up. Uh, Mike, you know, I think the greatest AD out right now. Mike Bone, <laughs> my guy. He, uh, you know, was up in his uh his uh AD box. We got to hang out, you know, hang out with Adam Mobley. Never got to meet him, but I, you know, I met him this time. We got to see one of my little bros, Drake. Um, it was just uh, it was awesome. This this yeah. experience is there's nothing like it because this is something that you know you as a kid you, you you probably dream about it but then now that I'm older I'm actually living this stuff and I'm taking it in because my football glory days are done so like this is all the glory and this is like you know glory for me so I love it and I just you know I just sit there and I take it in and I'm like man Evan Mobley you know first round draft pick we got Hufunga in there with us mm -hmm. he's making you know it's like you know then Drake I was just watching him last year I know his parents really well so it's just like just yeah. seeing these guys and living out their dream right now there's nothing like that man and I'm just proud to be a Trojan and you were talking about Eric Gentry I know uh he uh has been sorely missed on this USC defense Definitely. and I think that's maybe the most important thing we talk about from the game because of course yes they grinded out a win 41 to 35 they're eight and one on the season both positives right. but I mean I was looking at the stat line over the last two games our defense, defense has allowed 1100 yeah. yards 40 missed tackles I mean After you watching said two them games? How over many the games? last two games 1100? nearly 1100 yards yeah allowed. listen let's call it sometimes you have to call a spade a spade now we knew we knew this coming in like we've always knew that you know Lincoln's a guy that he relies heavy on the offense to score points we know he gives up a lot on defense but um transitioning we're talking about, you know, making a big move, and we know that we're going to be making a big move. So if we're going to be transitioning into the big um, 10, there's no way in heck that if we're giving up these to these sub Lesser opponents, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry, mediocre Arizona yeah. and Cal teams. And I get it. Like I tell you guys every week that I've been, I've been a part of, you know, the Fresnos and the Cows, like, playing their butts mm -hmm. off against us because they're, they know who they're playing against. But – some of the games, like we we never been on the edge of our seats for some of these. We knew we were going to dominate. I just I, I'm anxious to see if when Eric does come back, like I, I, he's not just the only guy. Obviously, we yeah. have guys missing, but I'm just anxious to see like what's going to happen because we have to do something again going into a different conference with better athletes and just different players i, I don't know like cj stroud and you know the mark the, the jackson smith and marvin harrison juniors and stuff like that i don't like what will we do against those ohio states you know what i'm saying if we can barely you know contain arizona and cal um and that's not to knock those guys but we obviously arizona's gonna i mean Ohio State has, you know, 10 different NFL guys on their team. So it's <laughs> going to be a big difference. That's what I'm, you know, pointing out. So 
um, Grinch, you know, you got to do something different, man. I don't know what it is. You got to figure it out. Obviously, I'm not telling you something that you don't know. I know you, you know, you're trying to get it done, but you know, there, there, there got to be a change, man. But I am happy for some of our D line play. We have a guy that leads the nation in sacks. Yeah, truly. Yeah, that's amazing, you know, but uh, sacks isn't stopping that run. Um, and it's definitely not, you know, even though we're getting the stacks, they're still, or sacks rather, they're able to get the ball out sometimes and they're causing big plays on the back end. So, we have to figure that out because a better team is going to, you know, ruin our chances or even, you know, have us upset again. Yeah. I think that's my question, right? I mean, you were talking about Grinch. I think his quote after the game was like, yeah, he said like, you want to vomit with some of the issues we're still having in week 10. Yeah. Uh, and I feel the same way watching. I think, are you worried not just about looking at like the future of the defense? Cause obviously they're going to get recruits in, but this right. season, they still have to play UCLA at UCLA and then Notre Dame, who is coming off a huge win over Clemson. So maybe, I mean, I know they're not the Notre Dame that everybody well, thought. No, I but... just don't think Clemson's really what we think they are either, but you're right. You yeah. are 120% correct. Cause DTR and that other running yeah. back at, at, at uh, UCLA. Yeah. They're going to, if we don't figure it out soon, yeah, they will, they will feast. And it's going to be yeah. one of them back and forth games that, I'm not really sure that we can win because of our defense is not being able to stay uh, or stop somebody at the end. So you're right. Um, again, hopefully with, you know, the, with our injuries and, you know, trying to get healthy towards the end of the season. And I, and I, I applaud them keeping some of the guys out, you know, because I mean, obviously it's easier when people think that, you know, when Jordan Addison and Mario Williams is out and they're just thinking again, but Mike Jack, he, he, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my new favorite player, by the way, um, he's just making plays. Like I, is, I like to is. see these young guys come in, but now we have, we, now we know that we have a crazy assortment of different guys that can come in and do amazing things. We have Taj Washington. Mm -hmm. I just say Mike Jack, we got Addison and Williams. We got T die and Austin Jones still, that's what we have an offense that can score with the best of them. But again, that's not our problem. Our problem is going to be able to stop the, somebody on defense. And that's what is going to scare me. And I don't know if Gentry is our answer or not, but I pray that when he does get back in there, hopefully he makes it a lot harder. I do notice when he was out there, our turnover ratio was higher or we were mm -hmm. able to get stuff maybe because he's in the middle. He's a lot more rangier that he's able to get his um, hands up and stuff to, you know, change the, trajectory of the ball but I don't know we have to get stronger on defense and that's number one period I want to ask you one more about that like from I know you're obviously an offensive player but do you think like watching the game these last two games the defense do you see it as like a problem of like scheme and lack of adjusting a problem of execution or a problem of like the skill set where we don't necessarily have big enough linemen up front or I mean just that kind of thing I'm curious as to what you see as like the main issue I think it's a combination. It a, yeah, I think okay. it's a combination of things. I think we're not all the way there with our skill set with some of the guys, and some of the guys are hurt, so I get it. Yeah. Um, I think that it's lack of um also like schemes sometimes. Like when you're when you we go back to the Utah game and you got a guy has like twelve or like eight catches at halftime for a hundred yards or something, and you know like hey you would think that, you know, they would change that up. But by the end of the game, the guy has, you know, 15 for 200. Something's like, is that really the players or is that scheme? Like, what's mm -hmm. going on? Are we manning them up? Are we doubling them? I don't know. But um, maybe, again, it's, it has to be a combination of both. 
and again, I think we're just so spoiled so fast. Mm-hmm. We we're thinking that stuff's supposed to just switch, and you know, there's this is the same. Some of these are the same guys, you guys, from last year. Yeah, where you know we, we were struggling. So my hats off to them because they're also trying to you know patch up a hole that's been leaking. You know, with guys that you know we maybe wouldn't be here if you know I'm not I'm not taking shots. You know, I mean, you can take it how you want, man. You know, I don't care. <laughs> but you know, with Clay Helton and it, the way he recruited, you, they probably wouldn't be here if Lincoln was yeah. here for the last two years. So, you know, we're, we're kind of making do um, with, with some of the guys, and and you know, hopefully they'll get better because if if you if you want to you know endear the, the the trojan spirit and get real with it like then you got to come from within you got to look at mm-hmm. you know the guys that come before you and you know the guys that you know are there now and suck it up if yeah. you don't think you're the guy for the job you know get out of there but if you're going to be out there you're going to have to make plays man because we're counting on you that's just what it is do you think it's at all frustrating i mean they're winning so maybe not but like from like a caleb williams perspective where you're continuing and the offense really continuing to score they're super efficient. I mean, Caleb, again, what, like almost 400 yards, four TDs. He's only thrown one interception all season, but you're counting on the defense to like do their job and you're continuing to have to save the game in some cases. Yes. But that also comes from us getting trigger happy. I think we get up early and we just start passing all over the field. Yeah. When you look down and you look at, you know, T die sometimes having like 11 carries for 70 yards and you're looking like why does he only have 11 carries if he's having yeah. 70 yards? He's clearly gashing them. You know, I, I'm I'm a running back, so I'm always going to be biased, but I do know that yeah. it takes pressure off of Caleb. When you go out and you have three straight passes, of course. You know what I mean? Then we go out and have three straight passes again, and then we three – that's two straight three, and of course they build momentum. When you can hit them in their mouth, slow them down a little bit, you know, and, and take the pressure off, I think that has a lot to do with it. So I, I would I would say we need to get our run game going a lot more. I would it's okay to have a guy having 23, 24 carries or let him have 15, 16 and give it another guy, you know, 10. But like let's, you know, get that run game going because mm-hmm. I know it opens up Caleb. As you can see, when when T die is going crazy, all of a sudden Caleb is, you yeah. know, slinging it all over the place. So I don't know. Uh, yes, as an offense, no, as an offense, you never get frustrated with the defense because you understand, like, yeah. you you get it. You're at a practice with these guys every day, and you know it's not as easy as they say, and you, you're you seeing it. So, yeah, you're just like, man, we got you. We're going to bail you out. Whatever we got to do, we'll we'll put up more points. So, uh, that I don't think that's really an issue. If, if you're, you know, a team guy, I think Caleb ain't really complaining about going out there and getting, you know, another 100 yards and another <laughs> touchdown. So, you know, let's get that keep that Heisman streak alight. We need another Heisman. Jeez, I know his <laughs> his stat numbers are kind of crazy. His efficiency yeah. really great. Um, That's ridiculous. So looking ahead, they play on Friday night, a shorter week. And you know what? I'd like to sit here and say, you know, we're USC's going to go in and they're going to blow out Colorado. But I don't want to say that because this USC team is a little unpredictable. But Colorado, yes. they have one win on the season. And USC yeah. has one loss. They're dealing with an interim head coach. USC has Lincoln Riley. All odds say that USC should go in and absolutely We're murder favored. Colorado. What We're do you favored think? Favored by 34 <laughs> yeah. and a half points. But USC I get has it. not been able to cover. Right, because of the defense. <laughs> we haven't covered, I don't think, we haven't covered since I think week one or something. Exactly. So, um, I know we're going to score a lot of points. Now, 
Are we going to give I'm up a lot of points? That yeah, part. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know. This will determine, you know, I, honestly, I'm going to, this determines a lot because if we give yeah. up a lot of points to see you, then I got to be honest with ourselves. We're going to be struggling down the road. And, and, yeah. and I'm talking about the near future, like next the week. UCLA, after, yeah. <laughs> right. So huh, hopefully the defense shows a lot. But again, I tell you, we will be sitting here probably pissed off together if, if they come in and if we've given up another even close performance to what we just did last week and somebody comes in there with another almost four or five hundred yard game, then I think, yes, it's going to be a rough end of the season. And I think that, you know, some of the guys would be pissed off the way their season ends. Mm -hmm. So, excuse me, hopefully that our, our defense can step up for real because, I mean, that's what our eyes are on. We know Caleb can make plays. We know Addison and Mario are coming back healthy. We do know that. Um, I don't want to have shootouts all the time. I'm okay with like running the score up, but I don't want to be looking over the shoulder in the fourth quarter and it's 45, you know, 42 and stuff. You're like, how is it so close? Yeah. Like, come on, man, let's, you know, put it away early and go out there and enjoy the time like you're supposed to. Don't say, quit, quit, you know, messing around. Because uh, if if we keep letting these teams stick around, somebody's going to, you know, hurt our feelings and we'll be sitting around here having a pity party instead of, you know, a recap where we're <laughs> just one game whilst it'll be another one. I agree. I think I didn't look at the season ahead and think, oh, Colorado's going to really tell me something about this team. But I do think where this game is at in the season, like coming before UCLA, coming after these like right <laughs> subpar defensive performances, yeah, like horrific. it will tell us whether or not USC is not is back because they're playing Colorado, but like is ready to like be everything that everybody wants USC to be again. Like, right. can you beat a team that you're supposed to beat and beat them handedly at home? Right. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to see, especially knowing that you do have your two biggest rivalry games that BTR Lincoln is going is to be expected to win. Like, BTR you know, is coming. And I remember him signing autographs on the sideline, throwing it back. Like, if you as a Trojan don't remember that, and as a football, if you're not thinking, like, obviously you ain't supposed to go off in the in the future and think about that. But, man, DTR is coming. And you're supposed yep. to be CU by 40. So there's exactly. no way you lose this. Go handle business and listen. Let's lock in. Get everybody super healthy for this UCLA game because it's going to be a showdown. Oh, uh, it's going to be, It's yeah. going to be fun. I can't wait to see it. I know DTR ain't backing down, so I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? At the end of the day, I try to look at the positives. I'm like, USC is 8-1. and one. They were 4-8 and eight last year. They're right. going to a bowl game. However, as like one of those USC fans that I am inside, I'm like, they need to win out this season. I'm with right? you. Like we got to. It only makes sense, right? It's like that gives us, our recruits, um, it gives the fans, it just gives the whole state of USC something to believe in. Yep. I'm not saying like, Lincoln, you're not doing an amazing job now because like he's, we're eight and one, we're bowl eligible, we're going bowling. That's all yeah. that I matter. But to win out, you know, like pretty much stamp that, yes, this is by far the right decision and we are definitely in the right direction. Um, yep. I don't, again, I don't think Chip Kelly, I don't think he's that good of a coach. So, you know, I think Lincoln can stamp in early. So yeah, let's go out here and handle business first to see you and then come on back and finish off strong because, you know, we're behind you, but we are watching. <laughs> Give us, I'm not going to ask you for a score prediction because these Trojans have been so score unpredictable lately, but the one Trojan you're most excited for against CU. A Trojan to get excited for this. 
Well, see, I, I like momentum. And he, he, my guy, Mike Jack. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I got to. It's only right, man. Just seeing how explosive he is. He's taking hitches or, you know, mm -hmm. bubble screens to the house. He's running over people. He's making the most of his time. And when, you know, a coach seeing this, even though we got these guys coming back, you have to see the momentum that he's having right now. You yep. have to see the chemistry and connection that Caleb has with this guy. I just think that he continues to play strong and he has another big game. Um, and again, the run game. I mean, it's hard for me not to... This guy, Travis, when they do give him the ball, it, it, he makes plays. So yep. I'm riding with him, man. And, uh, yeah, I just think he's going to have another big game. I, I just see it. And, and CU's run defense is horrendous. So Yeah, CU's in a bad place, a bad, yeah. a dark place. <laughs> a real dark place. I, why not have, like, 200 yards rushing you know, 400 yards, but like go out there and have one of those dominant games to where the committee, the everybody's talking about it. So when we come to go play those guys in that soft powder blue, we'll be ready and fired up to beat them up. All righty. Look out for Mike Jack then. Travis Dye, USC taking on Colorado at home Friday night, not Saturday, Friday night. Yes, sir. In the Collie Friday before the we get to my favorite week of the year, yeah. rivalry week. UCLA. Exactly. Well, I'm, I have so many questions for you on the USCLA rivalry. We're going to get to all of that next year. So get your stories back. Remember how much you dislike them because I love to talk about UCLA. I love nothing more than to talk about UCLA. Oh, yeah. We beat up on them so much. They remember. So I don't, we never lost. <laughs> never oh. lost. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> we'll get back to all of that for now, though. Make sure y'all tune in to USC's game. 8-1 on the season. Top 10 still. Something to be proud about. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. All right, guys, let's keep it going, fellas. Exactly. This is the Believe in USC podcast presented by Bet Online. I'm Chris Zabago. That is Lendell White. Fight on, baby. Fight on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.